Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott and I'm your host. I'm a transformational leader and an instigator of joy. And I use human design, intuition, mindfulness, and coaching tools to help light leaders amplify their light, amplify their impact so they can spread light and love all around the planet all with ease and alignment. I help people pull the cord to get off the struggle bus and get on the ease train. And this week, I'm so excited to share Manuela Welton with you. I heard Manuela on a podcast a few months ago, and I did not let my brain intercede at all. I just followed my intuition and I booked a session with her and it was so good, so powerful. I have had a lot of sessions with intuitives throughout my life. And I find a lot of them quite frustrating. A lot of times people will tell me things that either don't resonate at all, or they'll tell me, oh, you're blocking me. I can't get in. And I'm like, I don't know what to do about that. I'm not consciously doing anything. I'm it's left me feeling like I'm doing something wrong. Like I'm bad. Like I'm not open enough. And I mentioned that to Manuela because I was like, oh my goodness, this is the best reading ever. And it feels authentic. It feels so true and helpful. And she said, yeah, your energy has a bounce back. It has like, it tests me. And she said, for a moment I got shaky and then I grounded in my truth and kept going. And that other intuitives perhaps didn't have that they didn't have the tools to keep going. I view that as I was like, Oh, my penetrating energy, because in human design, my incarnation cross is the right angle cross of penetration three. So my energy basically says, if you don't know what you're doing, I can see through everything. So are you brave enough to keep going? So anyway, bottom line here is Manuela is the real deal. She is amazing. She is magical. She is super powerful. And I'm so grateful that she was willing to have this conversation with me. And I'm so excited and grateful to get to share her with all of you guys. So let me tell you more about her. Born in Bogota, Colombia, Manuela has dedicated her life to exploring the connectivity between humans through ritual and healing. Born with incredible sensitivities, She believes humans are naturally born empaths and is committed to guiding those she works with towards a deeper understanding of themselves and the world. Her immersions in different cultures in 44 countries over the last decade has informed her to her approach to renewing connection to spirit and opening the higher self. Manuela has spent the last 15 years immersed in dedicated study in different healing modalities, ranging from shamanistic studies, intuitive touch, psychic ability, crystal healing, aromatherapy, mediumship, dance and movement therapy, Reiki and cranial scrapal, <laughs> craniosacral therapy. Her mentorships and apprenticeships have included time in Colombia, Mexico, Bali, South Africa, Australia, Costa Rica, Italy, Argentina, and throughout the United States. I hope you love this conversation. And that's all I have for you this week. I love you. You're magical. You're powerful. You know where to find me. Head over to KelseyAbbott.com for anything. If you want to work with me, if you want a human design reading, if you want a coaching session, if you want to reach out and say hi, if you want to get on my newsletter list, if you're not on there already, everything you need is at KelseyAbbott.com. Enjoy this conversation. You are a miracle. Go forth and be awesome. Manuela, I don't know if the world is ready for what is about to happen. What's about to happen, Kelsey? I have no idea. Do you? (laughs) (laughs) Do we ever know? Absolutely not. That's the whole point of this, isn't it? That's it. That's all we come here to do. Uh, You, you, I want to say like astound me, but that word sounds funny. Just your energy, your wisdom, your deep connection. I get a full body yes from you. 
like just being in your energy. I'm like, oh yes, like it's delicious. So I'm so glad you're here. Oh, thank you for having me. Likewise. Mm. And I feel like we bounce off of each other. You know, it takes two to be in that deliciousness energy. It does. And so you are just as, (laughs) love it, delicious energy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. So I don't know where we're going. We're going to go all over the place. My, uh, I kind of had an idea, but I'm already scratching that because I just, it was the initial question I was going to ask you, but what we just touched on before we hit record, when I just asked you, what are you most excited about right now? Mm. There was just so much juice in that. So I'm going to ask you again, what are you most excited about right now? Mm. Well, uh, recently, I think just the last week, I was telling you that um, we have been brought through the ringer all of us, I really feel that collectively and myself included. Um, It's a very powerful and potent, dense depth energy of really looking at our shadow, really looking at our inner child wounding and, and really feeling like there's no escaping it, you know? So for so long, I feel like we've had an out to not doing our own work, our own personal work. But I think even in this last week, it's like in our face, whatever our triggers are, whatever drives us crazy, whatever feels, you know, like if it's scheduling, you know, we were talking about scheduling. Like if, if, if you don't, if it drives you crazy to not be organized, you know, it's, it will be brought up to like look at, look at and really do the work. So what I'm most excited about right now is that we are really being asked to look at what it is that we are needing to heal, clear, ground, move and doing it in a way where it's collective or in partnership or in community or in self. Um, I really feel that the universe is bringing together. I mean, it always has been. And I think we're more open to, to seeing what and who is in our field to do the work. And so what I'm excited about is that we are open to coming together and doing the work in a way where we're doing the work in ourselves but by doing the work with ourselves, we're doing it collectively. So it's this whole idea, oh, I'm getting, woo, I'm getting a yes to this. It's a whole idea that we actually started this year with of going from the individual to the whole, to the collective. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going through realizations myself here. And so in February, we entered the age of Aquarius, which is from the I to the we. And here we are not looking at the inner child wounding of ourselves as our own, but looking at their inner child wounding of ourselves through the collective. So mm-hmm. we're going from I wound to we wound, working with collective wound in order to really upbring that which has been hidden for so many cultures, so many people, bringing it up to surface and clearing it all together. Yes. 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 That's what I'm most excited about. And I just even realized that right this moment. <laughs> And, and we're here for it. And we're here for it. Wow. Why now? Why not now? I know. Right? Um, why now? Why now? I feel like the world has been driving at a certain speed for so long. And if we continue to drive at this speed for this more, much longer, often people say it's the planet that it's dying and the environment is, you know, changing. Of course, the environment is changing. It always does, always has. Who's in danger here is not the planet. Who's in danger here is the human race. And if we continue driving at the speed that we're driving and we're looking at these power hungry, power centered, you know, organizations and corporations and who's in charge and all that, if we continue and allow that to be the driving force of the planet in this point. Why now? We are in trouble, you know? And I think that by us realizing that we play a small part and by playing a small part, we play a big part in our collective awakening. We've got to do the work. We have to take responsibility for who we are, how we stand, who, who we are on this planet and how our role in this planet is making a big impact in the collective. So it's looking at our story as part of a bigger story that we got to shift or, uh, or else you know, we're, we're just driving the car into the, you know, into the big wall and crashing. Yeah. I feel that so deeply. And as you were talking, I feel this like deep knowing that it, it's like 
in some pieces, it's the healing that you do when you're all alone. And that, that, that healing, well, that you think is all alone, um, that the, the impact of that on the collective, it's huge. It's really big. It's, it's, a. What I've noticed this week, actually, with some work that I've been doing personally, is uh, my work is your work, and your work is our work, and our work is our bigger work, right? And so there's, for me personally, there, and I'm going to talk about a personal experience just because I always like to do that and bring that forth. And I had this whole idea about being perfect to the world and like needing to be seen as perfect. There's no such thing, by the way. Um, but I needed to be seen as like, there's a lot of shame around a lot of the stories that I carry. And so my work this week has been with another and with community to look at the shame of around my story and by speaking it and opening up to it, I'm releasing it and letting it go, creating that as an opening for more healing, right? Because the shame that I have around my story is the judgment that I have towards somebody else's story. So if I can open that shame and heal that and clear that, I can support somebody else in doing the same, right? So doing my work is actually affecting you in a way where I can look at you more clearly and then, I, and then you can look at somebody else more clearly, right? So it's a ripple effect of love, healing, and connection that, I mean, we're all mycelium. We're all one species. We might have different identities and you might be different than me, but we are connected and I can feel you even over the screen. I can feel what you're feeling because, because we are a part of that same mycelium, that, that, that species, right? Mm-hmm. So all in all, I don't know where I was headed to this, but I'm saying, you know, my healing, your healing, you're healing, my healing. And it's a reciprocal, like it's an eight, it's an infinity. Yeah. Everything you're saying, I'm like, are you pulling that out of my head? Except that that's my job. You, you pull things out of my body. So, um, I don't know, but even, even the word mycelium, I think has been said between my husband and I more in the past, like 24 hours. That and we're both we both come from a biology background, so it's not like a foreign word from us for us, ah. but we've said it a lot lately. I love that word. I love that word. I use it a lot. I mean, <laughs> we are plant, you know, a plant intelligence. We are yeah. part of that, and, yeah. and our feet are touching that earth all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So that plant intelligence moves through us, and we're eating plants all the time too, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. Um. So back to releasing that shame. I'm finding lately things are healing fast. It's like, see it, release it. And it goes and it feels like it just gets infused with love. So then I see it in someone else and I'm like, oh, I love you so much. Absolutely. The quantum field is becoming more and more it's becoming, I mean, haven't you noticed also that you've been able to read people's minds or if you think of somebody that person calls, like I was thinking, oh my God, this week, I was thinking of somebody that I haven't talked to in six years. And then I, two days later, I get a message from them. The quantum field is wait, so- Wait, because even today you were like, I'm logging in. And then I was like, okay, I'm ready. No, I'm going to go get a glass of water. Then you text, actually, I'm going to go get a glass of water. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> You see, I mean, it's, it's that, but I also feel, and, I, and it's not to tell people you have to do the work, but you know, this is not the case for so, you know, so many of us, right? It's, it's a lot, you and I have dedicated ourselves to doing this work, to really like clearing the field so that we can be channels of that, which is bigger than us, whatever that means to you, you know? And so I have found that even though the work is happening really, really fast for a lot of people that are resisting it, it's happening really, 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 really slow and really catastrophic, mm-hmm. right? So my, um, my recommendation with this is to really surrender to the healing that wants to happen. The more you surrender, the less you resist it, the faster it happens, right? It's happening fast for you because you're just like, okay, bring it on. Let's go. Let's do this work. I'm ready for you, right? If you were to say no, boom, okay, you're going to come against wall after wall after wall after wall after wall. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like I've never done that. Not like I've ever hit that wall. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Not like I've never resisted anything. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I am fully familiar with that. Okay. I want to jump around a little bit. You're, I love 
Okay. So using the word delicious again in, in human design, I have taste digestion. And I found that was like, so validating for me. Cause I'm like, when I read certain words, I'm like, oh my God, they're like absolutely delicious to me. So on your website, you say rooted in ritual, but your midwife for the creative process. Is that right? And rooted in ritual. That was, yeah, that was given to me by one of my dear, dear clients at the time, friends now, mm. the midwife of the creative process. She said, you're a midwife of the creative process. And I took it. I was like, I love that. It feels so true. <laughs> what does it mean to you? To me, when she said it, I worked with, so mid, mid, midwiving, of course, right? Doula, like a death dueling and midwiving. Um, midwiving is bringing life to, to life, right? Midwiving. I have a cousin who's a midwife who brings life every single day to this planet. So to midwife, to support, right? I'm, I'm not doing the work for you. I'm supporting you and doing the work for yourself. So really allowing that life to bring to come through you. And I do this through creativity. And I, I mean, I, I sense and I, you know, I like to mention where this comes from. I do deep work with one of my mentors. Her name is Melissa Michaels and her work is, um, you know, rooted in the creative um, golden bridge. Uh, so, and and I learned through her and with her that everybody here is creative. The creativity like is is part of our body, mind, soul, spirit, right? And so through that knowing, through that understanding, giving it space to come through and knowing that everybody has all these ideas and all these things. So I help, I support somebody coming through with the idea um, creatively. Mm. So what that looks like for you might look that like for me different, right? For you, you could be an artist and go grab paint and paintbrush and like create that idea that you have been holding on. For me, it's movement, it's dance. I love to dance. I love to bring forth spirit through my movement, right? There are people who play instruments and music. So that creativity, so that's the physical creativity, right? And then the spiritual creativity for me is this like idea that we can create anything we want right so creativity comes through so strongly in any medium it doesn't actually have to be art right so how you think of something that you want to step into what does that look like for you and how do we create the steps necessary in order for you to get there like with who you are so my work is really actually connected to the individual uh versus the collect like it's 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 I'm not selling a product basically so I like connect to you and I'm like looking at ways that you are creative and it's not again not just art it's just like how you work how your brain works how your mind works how your body works how your energy works what are your your gifts are you auditory are you visual are you you know somatic are you feeling and then looking at that then we when then we see what you're actually stepping into or what you want to step into or what you want to create so that create that create is the creativity piece it's mm. opening to a larger idea of who you are and that rooted in ritual for me is that connection to earth right because so many people are so focused on going to space right now for example right space is it and for me it's like we were birth birth from earth we were rooted in earth we are connected to earth for me i know that many of my lifetimes were like a medicine woman in many indigenous communities like i i know that because of my connection to like first peoples of the land first peoples of countries and cultures so that rootedness and that that symbiosis of nature earth human knowing that all of our diseases come from a like actual imbalance of our energy knowing that there are plant allies that can support us in healing that, you know, <clears throat> really utilizing our connection to the earth and not just utilizing it because we're not using it, but creating, again, that word symbiosis, creating a relationship between land and body so that you can heal through, move through anything that is blocking you, anything that feels imbalanced so that that disease can clear through your body out into the world, right? Out into the earth and out into the core of the earth. Again, rooted in the earth because the earth will take it and then like fill you up with different kind of energy. So 
an example is that, you know, earthquakes, right? The earth shakes in order to release energy. We can shake too to release energy. We can shake for the earth to release the energy that it feels so like stuck, right? So that we can literally just let that energy just rah, let it go. You know, even right now, as you're listening to me, if you feel the need to just like shake your hands and, or shake your fingers, you're actually supporting the earth to release the energy with you and for you and together, you know, anyway, I can continue work. And then ritual, ritual is, is our everyday connection to ourselves to the earth to the planet to the culture to another to our beloved to our community right it's uh and it's taking the time and the space to make that extra effort to connect even further with yourselves and with everybody else and with the earth so midwife of the creative process and then rooted in ritual that's like it's a bunch of eights which of infinities it is and that's um <laughs> as you draw I mean people can't see you drawing the infinity symbol but that's um after my soul dog left I created the meditation that I needed because I wasn't finding the med grief meditations I was finding were all it's okay to be sad and I was like I don't I am sad and I have no problem with being sad I need a meditation to help me through this and so I created one and it's all about tracing tracing the infinity symbol over and over like with your breath we are i know i don't think i've ever traced the infinity in a podcast <laughs> interview i didn't know that i also love how you just talked about like drawing things into the core of the earth because i don't think we were recording yet when i said that your energy feels like you are such a golden bright light and you just feel like i can i can like feel your feet reaching down to not just like it's like they're not satisfied just standing on the earth they want to go like all the way in I feel that I just felt that <laughs> yeah that's my but it's a it's a you know you know what is interesting is that it's an unconscious relationship with the earth so imagine when I actually make it conscious like I love being on this planet I love my feet touching the earth I love the feeling of soil on my feet. I am such a sensory human, like sensory is important to me, right? And I, I can feel when I, when I am processing energy for people around me, I can feel how it just holds it, right? So often my relationship with the earth is one of giving and taking and giving and taking and giving and taking and making that conscious and really supporting that and knowing that I'm there for it. So it's not like, it's not a very mental relationship. It's more of a feeling relationship. I just know I've got the earth's back. <laughs> I love that so much. And you actually just put words to so much of my experience. So thank you. Well, I think we're one in the same, apparently. I, I do too. And I'm like, wait, were we medicine women together? Yeah, of course we were. I know. Of course we were. I oh, I feel that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I feel that. That makes sense. And it would explain to you... Um, connection with indigenous indigenous communities oh my god yeah. I feel I feel so deeply I'm like yeah. I have to remind myself that it's not in this lifetime that I'm yeah. aware of right but but it is it, it is and I had so much respect for them so much respect for them so much around land and giving back the land and you know the honoring of their ritual their honoring of their belief system and our belief system because honestly we all come from that you know yes. it's the polarity and the separation and the illusion of separation that we've created for ourselves and and with much respect I say this because I know that it's not an easy conversation and it's one that is going to take a lot of reparation I'm actually in school right now learning about reparation and conflict resolution because of it because I I, I have a deep desire to understand more about it. And it's not easy. It's not just saying like, ha, kumbaya, you know, here we are, accept us as we are. And, you know, we've, we've created a lot of harm within each other. And, and I actually just realized that I have native indigenous blood and I just learned this not too long ago. So it makes sense that I have, and I have Spanish colonizer. So I'm like a polarity of both, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, amazing. The world is amazing. Uh, yeah. oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> so speaking of, um, <laughs> I was going to say speaking of your blood, but like, basically I want to ask, how did you get here? 
What's your, like, have you always, let's start with your feet in the earth. Hmm. Has that always been your truth since day one? Have you loved having your paws in the soil? Hmm. Let me connect to that authentically. Um, I have, yes, I have. I remember from little that there was a very strong desire to connect to the earth and I always felt different. Didn't we all? Didn't you feel different? You felt yeah. like you didn't really belong here. Yeah. Yeah. I think that a lot of conditioning has come to that for all of us. You know, I think that I knew the powerful human that I am because we all are powerful. I knew that when I was very little and I could feel spirits, I can connect to spirits, but the conditioning of the planet made me think that I was different and it made me close to the idea and the possibility of being different, which I say that as an I, but it, it's the story of all of us. It's the story of me. The story of all of us. Yeah. Um, we come here so prepared to be that different and to create that change and we're told that that is not okay and to close up and to not look at it to don't not talk about it don't touch it don't talk about it don't feel it so yes that was my experience and society in colombia it's like you know you talk about this stuff it's like black magic right so don't talk about it in <laughs> religion right roman catholic go to church blah, 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 blah. oh i mean obviously religion that's a whole other experience anyway so uh i got conditioned to think otherwise and then um slowly when i was eight started realizing that there was something else something different had had an experience with spirits and with ancestry and that started opening me more to the idea that there was something different and then again that 12 13 i closed up again because um, because we do open contraction and expansion, contraction, expansion. And I became very materialistic and I became, you know, I loved the color pink. I loved shopping. I loved brands. I loved BMWs. I loved all of that. My mom died when I was 15, opened my eyes up to the fact she was really psychic. And that opened my eyes to the fact that spirits were, she was there with me. I could see her. She could communicate with me. And that reminded me of an experience I had had when I was younger. And that scared me a lot, but I also realized that it ran in our family, right? So a lot of our gifts are actually um, inherited from family members too. So whether it's your mom's lineage, your dad lineage, both, we're all gifted, right? What we don't know is how it looks like for each of us. So that happened with my mom. Then my dad died when I was 18. That was another initiation. And that then I realized like, oh, okay, full on. Like there was no going back. When, I, when my mom died, I, I like met like my fourth mentor that was an energy healing second generation Reiki teacher. I'm still learning Reiki. It's never over. I'm not a master. Um, <laughs> and, and that Reiki attunement, that learning, that seeing that we're all different actually be, like really got me on a path of like, there is no going back to what was. There's no going back to the materialism. We're so 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 deeply connected to this earth and i will make it a mission of mine to help other people connect to the earth and to see the earth the way i see it and so from then on that really was an opening and there's a lot of contraction with that i'm not perfect and i continue to say like this is just a journey and people are like you know but you see so many things and you know so much and it's like i don't know and that like there's never an ending Often I find people that are trying to go, 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 do, 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 you know, we're losing it. We're losing it. The biggest work we can do is to actually integrate what we're learning and what we're feeling. When we integrate it, we're actually bringing it forth into the experience. When we have time with ourselves to actually sit with what we're learning, we really get to actually connect to what it is that we're here to do. So a lot of my story holds a lot of expansion and contraction. And, and I've always been that person, though society and culture has told me otherwise and continues to do so. I know we talked about being at Harvard and feeling a little bit, you know, I don't feel like I belong there and I feel like I do. And I, it's like, 
you know, this conditioning all over again, seeing all these incredible humans that are so gifted and at the same time feeling like they have no idea, you know? So all these different journeys that are, that are just so is such a big part of just our path, you know? And, and my biggest, my biggest takeaway with all of this is to not be so hard on yourself, not be so hard on yourself because you don't know, not be so hard on yourself because you do know, not feel, be so hard of yourself because you're so open to feeling everything that you don't even know what to do with it. Look for guidance and look for guidance in ways that perhaps it's not clear to you, right? Open up to the possibility that the guidance is right in front of you. And perhaps that guidance is you within you. And you know the answer. Nobody else needs to tell you that, you know? And we're all going through it together. I am no better than you. You are no better than me. Any president that says that they're better than you, forget it. They might be going through their own journey, you know? There's no such thing as somebody having it together. And I cannot tell you that enough times, especially after what we've been through this week. Nobody has it all together. Nobody, nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody, nobody has the answer. And we're often so much looking for people that have the answer. Nobody has the answer. <laughs> I always say we're all tripping over our big puppy paws in this whole right. like figuring out this human thing. So we go back to that, right? We go back to what am I excited about? Is that we're actually realizing that we're here to help each other out. But I don't have the answer. You don't have the answer. We can come up with an answer together. Who mm-hmm. made up the rules anyway, you know? I know. I'm not here for the rules. No, we're not. not. Here for the rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the fact that in this world right now, we hear so many people use the word expert and, and act as though there's a finish line. And I love the fact that you've been studying this for do you even would you even put a number on the years i want to say around 15 16 17 years yeah yeah, i don't i don't because you know we are always learning and studying right right because it never ends it never ends that's also that's a lot that's a funny illusion people are like okay i'm going to study everything and then i'm going to become a master like good luck three months ago i just re-grieved my parents death i mean I've, I've been working on it for 15 years. I just regrieved it and realized that I have been working from this place of abandonment rather than death. You know, it's never over. And I'm probably going to grieve it again in seven years from now or maybe yeah. two months. Who knows? I don't know. It's never over. Mm-hmm. We are here for that. That is the human experience. That is the human experience. Yeah, it is. And we don't get to declare when, like I'm thinking three months ago, you weren't like, oh, I'm going to regrieve my parents' death now. You, you didn't plan that ahead of time. That was the planets. And yep. it was like a relationship as it always does. And it was, <laughs> you know, it was the most, I was like, I was flying high on a kite. I was like, whoo, yes, yes. And boom, I hit hard. It was like, are you flying high right now? Yes. Okay. Come look at this. And I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> the universe is so sassy. It always knows the perfect time. Even when we it. completely disagree. Exactly. And we're grateful for it, right? We are always because that's that's what we're here to learn. And then we find people that help us and support us and guide us and hold our hand. We're not alone. Another big thing for me is to know you are not alone. You are not alone. And that's part of what we're moving into. It's this idea of like idolizing a guru versus, you know, idolizing community. Because it's the work is the real work is done in community to hold each other accountable in it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay. Well, that I'm trying to think of this. All of a sudden, I was like, as your four six project mental projector self, what does community look like? Ooh. Well, that <laughs> that's, a, that's a loaded question. Um, I I have an idea of community. And my wounding tells me otherwise, right? So my wounding is my conditioning. So I've been running away as far as I could from community, knowing that community to me is the most important thing. Plus my astrology tells me that like, I'm here to be in partnership, you know? So my astrology tells me I'm here in partnership. My uh, human design tells me I'm here to be in community. 
and my wounding tells me that I need to do everything alone. <laughs> like, okay, okay, universe, right? Community. So I don't know if um, I'd love to plug in family constellation work. Um, I'm not, I don't, I'm, well, I've studied it, but, but I don't constellate myself. But if you are looking for really amazing work, energetic work, family constellation work is one of the most powerful community works that I've ever. I've never heard of it. What is exactly. it? Exactly. It's, um, so it's basically, uh, see, I, I'm going to butcher what it is. If there's any family constellation people, I'm sorry if I butcher it, but you basically come together in community to heal things that are so hidden and, and on like they're, they're not in this physical realm, but basically you give a role to each person in community and whether it's a role of family or relationship or whatever it is, and you actually like come together to heal it. And I've never experienced anything so profoundly different because it's like, you actually give it a place, right? So let's say my dad, you know, whatever, lied to me. And so I put, you know, I put my dad in somebody in, in some, like in somebody's energy. And then that person unconsciously starts acting out what that was for me. And then we connect and and heal it together and that energy just dissipates it's mm. wild it's wild i really recommend it so to me that's a perfect like epiphany of community it's like we come together we don't know for how long could be forever we're attached to this idea of always and forever but we come together and suddenly we do all the work together and you know whether it's a family member whether it's a relationship a friendship what it, whatever it is and that's community to me. And I think that the idea of holding each other accountable for our healing, holding each other accountable for who we are, and really what I've noticed is holding each other accountable for the highest version of ourselves. And from that version of ourselves to really look up to that and work towards that together, right? With a lot of hiccups, because that's just normal. That's also human, right? It's not right. perfect. There's no such right. thing. Perfect Perfectionism is an illusion. Or maybe perfect is perfect or perfect is imperfect and perfect. I think awkwardness <laughs> is perfect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, what is your highest self? Oh, what? Is, oh, oh. <laughs> I can rephrase it if you want. No. Yeah. It's a, what, that's a great question for anyone who wants to answer it. You know, that's a great journal prompt. Maybe after this, we'll go write it and see what comes and and to write it every every year or write it every month because it probably changes all the time it probably changes it could change every day yeah i think my, my highest self oh so wild you know you want to think of yourself as full light right but there's no such thing there's a polarity and there's a shadow my shadow is strong my shadow is fear of abandonment fear of judgment in that, you know, so my highest self probably is fully expressed, like in its color and its brilliance, like, ah, not afraid of anything. Um, I know that my highest self just loves with no boundaries and borders. I just love, 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 love. And, and, you know, with that shadow comes this fear of not being enough not being, you know, so it's like, there's these, so I would recommend writing this prompt from what is your highest self, but also what connects that higher self to that shadow, because that's the work, right? Oh, that's a good, look at all these epiphanies I'm getting. So you, you put, this is a new exercise I'm coming up with on the spot. You put a, like something you love about yourself and then connect it to something that you don't like about yourself, because that something you don't like about yourself is probably what you're carrying. And that's what you get to work on. That's mm -hmm. the fun part right? To get to that part of what you love about yourself. Yeah. I think my high self is just pure love. <laughs> I think she is too. <laughs> so is yours, Kels? I know. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel it. And yeah. joy, joy, yeah. playfulness, and pure love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's home. That's home. Imagine Ram Das. That's what you just like become. That's that mm. energy that when you die, you are, right? Right. There's no anger there's no frustration there's no jealousy there's no none of that you're just pure essence of love we've become divine sparkly golden love light with the unicorns and rainbows and yeah lots of that all right love it yeah <laughs> um 
Okay. I've never said, um, more than I am in this conversation, which is really interesting to me. I think it's cause I'm so just like everything you say is taking me off in another direction. And We're I so use the, the um present. to bring me back. We're so in the present. Om, Om, yes. divine energy of Om. We are so in the present and that's what we're moving towards, right? That's the, what's the, really what we're moving towards collectively, I think, is like not thinking too far ahead of ourselves. So funny, well, not funny, but a lot of people have these like ideas of what's going to happen in three months or what's going to happen in four months or the world is going to end or this or that or we're headed this way. The more I think about it, the more present we have to become right? Because I'm one to think, oh my gosh, the, the world's going to end in 10 months. And then I realized like, I've learned from the, from my family who I live with here that we got to focus on the present and in the present, we're able to shift that narrative of the future. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually one who's, I have absolutely no idea what I'm going to do in two weeks and actually don't know what I'm doing tomorrow either. So that's what I'm like. I'm like that too, but I like to believe that I know what's going to happen in 10 months. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I play that game yeah. and I get, I get tripped up real fast, real fast. So I'm like, come on back to, you know, nothing. Yeah, that's right. I know nothing. <laughs> that's right. We never know. We're not in control. Not even our presidents are in control. No, no, no one's, one's in control. control. No, one no one's in control. Release it. We have free will. We do have free will. But we don't have we're not the boss of the universe never we were talking before we hit record about how this time is bringing you deeper clarity on how you're here to serve the world Hmm. can you talk about that process and what you're uncovering yeah so uh i think this has to do with the four six projector mental is that i have so many ideas right so i have like i have boxes of ideas instead of boxes of things I have boxes of ideas and um I have like all these people that know me know that I want to start like a thousand companies and do this and do that and I realized that to better serve the world actually has nothing to do with creating all these companies it's actually to be and to support people in their healing process which is already what I do right I already I am already helping facilitate healers because you guys are the healers I help facilitate your healing right and so what I realize is to create spaces of transformation is going to be what it needs I mean and so many people are getting the same message you know so many people are starting communities starting farms like really bringing us back into the land but believe it or not what I realized in the last three two months is that we surround ourselves with the so many people, right? There's not enough people doing this. So I look at my, my people all around me and everybody's doing it. Everybody's getting the same message, but that's probably like a 10 to 11% of the world, if not less, probably a 5% of the world. It feels like a lot because that's why I surround myself with, right? But in this experience in school, I'm realizing, oh my goodness, we have some work to do. We have some work to do. And it's not me, right? It's people choosing to do the work. And the more that we're coming, you know, what I see is like technology is becoming more and more and more part of our everyday. And my wish and my hope and my desire for people is to, even though technology is brilliant and, you know, obviously has made life in some way easier, it's also creating a big disconnection of self to self and self to other. And my wish for the world is to, to really keep that in mind as we move forward in this new technological boom, because what's really happening here in the world is that we're really moving towards the Alexas and the series of the world, you know, and I really hope that we can take some time and space to step back from Instagram, from Facebook, from all these social networks, from computers, from iPads, from all of it and reconnect to earth because as important as technology is our connection to our body and earth is also as important and so i can also already start seeing the divide of what's happening between people on earth and people in technology and people in space because that's another conversation so i know that i was born to in this planet to bridge polarity i i have seen it i another amazing body of work is the gene keys richard red's gene keys and if you if i hear my my gene keys he talks about bridging polarity so i recommend you looking at your gene keys as well it's 
amazing. Mm-hmm. It's human design with a lot of different other connect or other things. Um, and, and so I know that, right. I know that I'm here to bridge black and white and that so many of us are, so many of us were born in this moment to do so. And so how we hold that energy, how we hold that grid looks different. And, and so that's exciting to me as well, that, that, that stepping into serving the world in a different way, in a, in a very, I mean, to me, the word that comes is humility. Um, it's a surrender, surrender to what is with a lot of humility and a lot of knowing that I am here as a direct, again, the word channel, that we're all channels, it's not because I'm different than you, as a direct channel of source. And with that, we will see what happens. And time is moving so fast, so fast, so fast. So my hopes is that we step back, we land, we root, we feel our feet on the ground, we take a few deep breaths, and we know that we're held, connected, and that we're here to for something much bigger. It's not a nine to five. It's not a, it's not a relationship that's toxic. It's not, you know, our cars. It's not our houses. It's not, you know, you are deserving and abundant and prosperous and you get to have money and you get to be, you know, who you are and what, who you came here to be. And it might not look like what you think it looks like. So to surrender to your highest possibility of yourself in the way that you came here to do, knowing that every single situation that you're experiencing in this moment is karmic and you need to heal it in order to become a better person and a better self. Knowing that everything we've done up to this point is coming back to ourselves in order to heal and continue to heal. That is it, right? That is all it is. And that everybody we come across is supporting us and holding our hands to be that better person, to be that better family member, to be that better partner, to be that better human. Because ultimately, all we're trying to do here is to create heaven on earth. That's it. And that feels like another way that you're a midwife, Mm -hmm. taking people from the darkness Mm -hmm. and like rebirthing them. That's the only word I have because English is funny. Rebirthing them into the light. English is funny words. I love that. Yeah. And so do you, because you're holding the space, you know, you're holding the space. I have no idea what I just said. I'm going to have to really re-listen to that. I have no idea what I just said. It was totally coming through me. (laughs) So, you know, you're holding the space, right? For, Mm -hmm. and I'm holding the space because it's my body. I'm opening my body to something that came through me. Wow. I really do. I'm going to have to re-listen to that. That's something do you um you looked down into the right is that are you aware that you do that when things are coming through you because it's 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 because if I focus on you I connect to your energy so they yeah they they have me look out elsewhere (laughs) because I saw I saw the shift and I was like I it's like I could see it direct from source right through you It's like get out of the way. Yep, come through. Coming through, the good stuff. And then my body right now feels so hot. I'm like, like sweating. (laughs) Why? Do you know why that happens? Uh, It's so much energy, Mm. right? So think of a light bulb. You turn it on. It's so much energy. It's so hot, right? So I feel so much energy. And again, I step out of my body, and then just so much energy, and then chills right i'm learning it's so beautiful that i'm learning the scientific thing of all these things it's like what people put in the mind Um, so i'm taking neuroscience class and and they're like trying to explain to me what's so obvious to me in my heart um you know so there's a whole load of words that will tell you your neuroreceptivity i can't even say the word well connect to the frontal lobe of the xyz blah 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 but all it is, it's just you're accepting this energy into your body and you're just like, right? The chills, it's like a full body resonance to truth, right? So yeah. that makes me, it brings me back to a question I had earlier. What made you decide to go to school right now? Good question. <laughs> um, oof. So many different things. Um, it wasn't just any school. I, uh, I made it a challenge for myself to get into the school. And Colombia, the school that I'm going to is known for very, very well. Um, 
I wanted a different experience. I knew that I knew what I knew and I challenged myself often to try new things and trying new things is for me really important because it keeps my growth, right? Like we grow all the time. So if I kept going the way that I was going, it's beautiful, but I'm being challenged right now, left and right to do something different. And it's beautiful because it's growth for me. Um, I also realized that unfortunately we still live in a society where where we go to school or who we are or like what we wear like kind of tells people something and I'm hoping that we're moving away from that because you know when you know someone you know when you feel someone that that person carries knowledge you don't need to know where they go to school and I think that we are we are really moving away from that and I think I'm part I'm being part of that shift of sorts um I'll share with you an experience. I got accepted to the school, but right before like I was applying and the former dean of my university was like, you're too woo-woo for this program. What are you doing? You know, pretty much says like, I'm not, I can't write you a letter of recommendation because you're too woo-woo for this program. And that just made me turn on and be like, oh really? Well then I'm gonna apply even more. And guess what? I got in, but <laughs> anyway, you know, so like challenges. Why, mm -hmm. why I went to school, something different. The accreditation i guess uh but also i think now that i step away from it i'm actually seeing that the real reason i went to school is to understand that this work is even it is needed more than ever now because i surround myself with incredible human beings like yourself and like people that are so woke i never use that word by the way so <laughs> awake I never used that word. I don't know why that came through, but they're awake, right? And awake to the reality that we live in. So I surround myself with that and so beautiful. And to be in a place with millions of people that are so blinded by what's happening, but then realizing that that's where our research comes from. That's where our teachers come from. That's where our governments come from. we, And that's what's being taught. Oh, I just saw you with like a little miner's helmet on with a little light. Like you're like, I'm going in, I'm exploring this strange world. Yeah, well, that's where all of the, like that our conditioning roots from. So yes. I went back to education to a master's in education, because I feel like we are so conditioned to think and feel and speak a certain way that no place, there's no place for difference. So if you're different, shut up and go to your corner, right? Mm -hmm. And here I am, I'm probably like the biggest unicorn in all of Harvard, like just jumping around with my tutu. Everybody's like, who the hell is this? <laughs> like, like, you know, and I'm like, we got to shift this. We got to we got to shift the way we are, you know, wow. Yeah. Are you going to start that shift with your classmates? Are you changing the whole program from the inside? I'm trying to. <laughs> How big is your, like my, your class? Master. So it's a master's. It's a one-year master's. It's 400 people. And I'm, I'm bringing in, I'm, so I have this opportunity to bring forth this, this idea. I mean, I talk about somatics and dance and movement therapy and everybody's like, what's that? I'm like, what? Wow. I, I, the other day I was sitting at a table. Oh my God, listen to this one. The other day I was sitting at a table and I was bringing up Eckhart Tolle, you know, like, come on, the power of now, right? Everybody's like, who's that? I'm like, oh my god wow and no judgment at all whatsoever i'm just saying like that's amazing that's really beautiful and there's so much opportunity for conversation right yes. because all these people live on in their mind and they're brilliant these are people these are people that are brilliant they're type a like everything has to be turned in on time like do 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 everything's brilliant 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 and and so I'm just excited that, I mean, I'm excited about that too, that like bridging polarity, talk about bridging polarity between the mind and heart, bringing people mm -hmm. to their body, people that have been working from their mind their entire life. Wow. Wow. That's what made me go to, in a long answer, that's what made me go back to school. <laughs> it's so perfect though. And so fascinating. And it's so exactly what you're supposed to do. And, and you're the one to do it. Mm. Mm. that just feels yeah. like <laughs> oh it feels so good yeah. and it reminds me of my one class I took at Harvard um I it was, I think it was genetics um 
and it was just freezing. I just remember it was in the summer and I had to bring a blanket with me because the classroom was freezing and it just, yeah, ever there was, it, I mean, I was a very different person then. No, but it's cold. It's cold. Not just, uh, everybody's like, are you worried about the snow? And I'm like, it's cold. It's not cold. Just weather wise. There's an right. energy there that feels very cold, very cold. And it's great. It's good. I mean, it's, it's good. This is where we come in and really whew, spread light and love, you know? I feel like we're going to need to record another episode when you're done with this project. Because <laughs> with this project. <laughs> I, I can, I just so see you being like, yep. It's like this little corner of light and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. It's the, you're using the mycelium. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. The mycelium, oh, mycelium works through me all the time. Yes. Yeah. 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 I feel it. Yeah. I will. Let's do it. Let's record another episode. I'm mm-hmm. curious. Yeah. I've only been there a, a month and it feels like a year and a half. So I can't imagine what 10 months will do. Yeah. Oh my goodness. All right. So 10 months from now is. Or no, May, May 24th is graduation. So. Okay. Yeah. That feels not that long away. It, it doesn't feel that long away, but if the last month was what it was, it's like eons away. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to make it? Yes, we are. <laughs> I have to take a few drafts. Like, you know, I tell everybody just breathe, but I'm constantly taking my own advice. Just breathe. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make it. Yeah, we're going to make it. Whew. It feels intimidating, but it's, we're going to make it. You're totally going to make it. And you're going to learn things that you didn't actually, your soul signed up to learn, but your human self didn't know you were signing up to learn. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) (laughs) A whole entire uh, lesson on surrendering. Surrender, surrender, surrender. Yeah. It's a never ending class. I feel like trust school and surrender school. Yeah, I like that. Surrender one on one on one. We should start that. Yeah. Surrender. Yeah, there's incredible flow programs. I live with the flow. I, I live with two flow masters. Highly recommend their program. Uh, Justin Fairman and Jackie Nectel. Flow. We can, yeah, we can talk about that. It's talk about like, I'm, I'm actually learning flow at Harvard right now. And yeah. Like, fun. like the psychological, like she, she sent me high. Yeah. Version of flow. Flow. Yeah. I'm just proud of myself for being able to pronounce his name. Oh yeah. It starts with a C ends with a Z. I had somebody be like, it's, they wrote it out. Cheek sent me high. Okay. Oh, nice. Cheek sent to me high. Yeah. <laughs> Mikhail. Mikhail. Yeah. Mikhail. Just call him Mikey. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> oh, Manuela, we could, I know we could go on for hours and so we'll just do more, but we need to wrap this up. I know. Already? Wow. Yeah, we do. What? So the first thing, the first, the first last thing I want to ask you is when you ground your feet into the earth and bring your lay all the way into your body, what is your message that every being on the planet needs to hear right now i feel like i gave a couple ones Mm. this idea of aloneness is coming back to me i feel like a lot of people feel like they're alone right now and so i really want you to feel your feet on the earth and grab the hand of someone you know and grab the other hand of someone you know and know that you are not alone, that we're all in this together, and that it may feel overwhelming at times, but that overwhelm is a a collective upshift of what we're here to do. So know that your piece of it is that you're processing something much bigger than you, and by holding somebody else's hand, you're helping them, and you are being helped. So what's coming to me is, yeah, that's the feeling that I get. It's like a lot of people right now feel very alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. And call someone you love right now or hold the hand of someone you love right now. And we're going to get through this. I really feel it. A lot of people, if you see darkness right now, don't worry. We are really, we're going through it. The only way out is 
Throw it. Throw it. And we are doing it. We signed up for this. We did. We chose to come into this planet at such an exciting time. Mm -hmm. Though you may not think this, this is such an exciting time. This is such a profound time. This is like congratulations. Yes. Like your sperm or whatever you're at, your that sperm made it to that egg. That is a big thing. You know, somebody once told me like already that fact is like the fact that you beat everybody else to come to this planet makes you a champion. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else is possible? Yeah. Infinite possibilities of yourself, your growth, your incredible intelligence. Mm. And so know that we all have each other's backs and we're here for it. As you say, Kelsey, we're here for it. I love that. Yeah. We all, we're all champions. Yes, we are. We all beat the odds by day one. Day one. Boom, boom, boom. Multiple times. <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> okay. So you are an incredibly intuitive being an amazing healer. How can people work with you? How can they learn more about you? How can they just bask in your Manuel and us? Well, already I love each and every one of you. I can feel the energy of the people that are listening. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. My hopes is that we can all work together. And how you work with me currently is because of school, I've had to, you know, minimize my work, but I'm looking to uh, do a gathering in February of next year. It's going to be the first of many. And my website is www.manuelawelton.com. And you can sign up for 15 minute readings, which are pretty darn powerful like I mean Kelsey did you have a 30 or a 50 I had a 30 you had a 30 I'm, I'm actually moving away from the 30s because and you know we talked about time moving so fast there's so much coming through in just 15 minutes that people are getting and then I help them like ground it right so this energy really works through in 15 minutes and then I do hours long sessions of healing and then we work together for 15 minutes as well um I'm starting I'm working uh, this is a little bit of a like in the last in the last podcast that I had, I announced that I was going to Harvard. In this podcast, I ha- I'm having, um, I'm going to announce that I'm starting to I'm going to start teaching, and so this is coming. I'm I'm, I'm naming it right here because I think that naming it is the most powerful thing. So uh, part of what I'm doing is creating the space for people to come learn, and I think that's going to be really good because I've been asked to do this a lot. And so Earth is, the, the, the planet's finally supporting and we're finally going to start doing it. So I'm creating a curriculum and, um, and I'm so excited that this is one of my biggest excitements also, which I couldn't say in the beginning because we couldn't give it away. You know? um, so yeah, you can t- ask for a session, 15 minutes, healing session for an hour, and I'll be soon opening a school, uh, a school, yes, <laughs> funny, that just came, a school, and then I'll be having a gathering next, but I think next February, so we're when, preparing for that. When does school start? School started already. No, when does, when does oh, school, school start? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that one. Yeah, we're, get, we're moving everything as fast as we can and working with a couple people to just start creating that. Um, ASAP, I think... I'm hoping that by November. So I'm hoping to launch by November, but it may be that winter wants to come around and people like do the healing work so that it launches in the spring. So we're, we're, I'm listening. I'm listening. I want to have it, you know, the first one is going to be a beta. So we're going to see what, how I'm, I'm, I'm a deep listener. So whenever it wants to happen, it might be that it starts as a beta next month and then we step into it fully in the spring. So I'm here for it. I know you are. You're mm-hmm. on the list. You're, de- mm-hmm. <laughs> You're definitely part of it. <laughs> I even went down a little detour, Manuela. I was like, oh, there's this Reiki master that I can do like a 30 minute call and see if, since I did Reiki one so long ago, like see if it feels good to keep going down the Reiki path with her. Mm-hmm. And no, the, I was like, mm-hmm. it's not the right person. We're not going to do Reiki. It's Reiki is so watered down beyond like, you know, the, the Reiki that I got, no, it's so watered down right now. It's people are doing it. Which I'm, I'm so, so glad because I think, you know, everything is up, like, it's a teaching a lesson, 
I, I really want to attune the person to their entire uh, intelligence. So I'm really working for Reiki is a part of it, but I, you know, I, I don't even want to go there anymore because um, we're evolving. And so Reiki was part a little bit, and oh, I'm going to say something a little controversial, but Reiki was part of a time and we're moving into a new time. So we're needing to evolve, right? So what I'm creating and probably why I haven't stepped into teaching yet is because it's coming. Like I am bringing forth information that hasn't been here yet. And it's not mine, obviously. I'm just a channel and conduit of it. And that's what wants to come through in my teaching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I see a whole lot of animal shapes with it. How'd you know? Oh, I love it. Okay. I'm really excited about that. So manuelawelton.com. I adore you. Thank you so much for doing this. I just can't wait to keep doing all the things with you. I know. Have fun. And I adore all of you. Thank you for listening and all the way through the end. And thank you for having me. This has been such a beautiful, I feel like, I feel my wings are like so open. I feel like I'm just flying. It's so much love. Mm. So much joy and love. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. If it resonated with you, please share it with anyone else you think would enjoy the conversation. And if you're inspired to do so, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and a review. You can get everything about me at kelseyabbott.com. Head over to manuelawelton.com to learn even more about Manuela and to book a session with her. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. I love you. Get out of here. Go have a wonderful, magical, powerful, amazing, awe-inspiring, miracle-filled day. Go forth and be awesome.